Okay, this is Taylor Swift. She's she's comfed out. She's racist. She's <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift is racist. She is the anti-hero. <laughs> she- <laughs> okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 26th episode of the OTP podcast. I'm here with Broden and Toast, and I'm Quarter Jade. That's me. <laughs> hey, everyone. If you're commuting, I hope that this picks you right up. <laughs> I hope this <laughs> wakes you right up. We're going to talk about... Let me refer back to my list. No, 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 no. I, I have something we can talk about. Do you think people should be making TV drama series on serial killers? Wow, we're getting right <laughs> into good morning, everyone. Hmm. Like Dahmer. Have you seen Dahmer? Mm-mm. Have you seen any of those true crime drama series? No, like a TV. It's a TV show. Like it's a TV show. Mm-mm. My chat was telling me a little bit about it. Um, generally, I think like making those things is great but i think romanticizing them is bad which i've heard a lot about like my chat is like oh my god the serial killer's so hot and i'm like wait a damn second well i think Dahmer is an interesting one because apparently they read through all of like the like uh like crime reports articles um witness accounts and like tried to recreate it as true to life as possible so picture like the families of the victims watching this and basically seeing a one-to-one of how their relative died. Oh, wait, is that the one that the family didn't give permission? Is that, there I'm was, sure. I don't know either. I know there was like controversy with one. They weren't happy with it being made. I don't think they actually need permission, but they definitely voiced their displeasure. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he's also played by uh, Peter, Evan Peters, Peter Evans, mm-hmm. Peter. who is traditionally considered very attractive. Mm-hmm. And he's playing this uh, world-renowned American horror story serial killer. Jody doesn't participate in a lot of pop culture, but she knows this guy, American Horror Story. Yeah, but like who? For, oh, oh, yeah. Wait, that's funny because he's the serial killer in the season one of Yeah, cool. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So should should shows like that be made? <sighs> hmm. I guess I kind of see what you mean. Like the pro is that, like, what is the pro? It's entertainment, and then maybe you like learn more about serial killers. But there's like way more cons. Like the con is that you're kind of romanticizing the story. You are now shedding light on something that kind of maybe the family doesn't want to be brought up again. Like they've already lived through it once, and now like it's getting like it's rise to fame, and so now they just have to hear about it all the time. I feel like there's a lot more cons than pros. So probably not. But also, I don't know, because think about like the most popular podcast ever is like true, cr- true crime. Yeah, podcasts. that's what I was thinking of. We're doing a podcast and they talk about true crime all the time because people love true crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is just like, well, this is just a video version and we're reenacting it. Well, OK, I don't I've never listened to a true crime, true crime, prod, oh, <laughs> true crime podcast. But I've I've like it's been on my free you page on TikTok and people will be talking about how like they love listening to it because it it prepares them for like real world stuff if they were ever to be in a scenario where like they need to trust their gut or something they like they always like mm. put fingerprints in their ubers and like rip out their hair and put it in their <laughs> ubers. i've heard brooke say yes, this yes. yes which i mean that's that is honestly like we live in a scary world that's not a bad tip like if you are ubering by yourself like i've, I've left a fingerprint on a couple of my windows but that i can really see is only the true pro well, what's funny is Brooke's mentality there is like, if she's dead, they're going to catch him. Yeah. 
Wait. Which is like, it's like a, it's not really helping you. It's just like. Oh, well, <laughs> if they kidnap you, you might have time to maybe survive. But no, I, I agree. I do think like if I'm going to get kidnapped, like you're going down with me. Yeah. So what is your opinion on it? I don't know. I really, I really don't really have just one. Whipped out this question with no opinion. <laughs> like I remember watching it and being like, "Wow, this is a good show," but it's kind of messed up that um, the victims of the family would have to like see this mm-hmm. everywhere, right? Because I imagine like I don't know my dad being murdered by a serial killer. It's yeah. like very famous, and then. 10 years later, the serial killer is being played by, you know, mm. Peter Evans on Netflix. And I'm trying to scroll through. And it's like, that's that's got to be not easy to see. But the show is good. But does that make it okay? Yeah. Also, like, it's like number one in Netflix's top 10. Like, yeah. Everyone's watching my dad get murdered. Like that kind of thing. But they are being like really faithful and like replicating what happened. So, but true crime is very popular on uh, Netflix and podcasts right now. Is it okay to listen to Kanye West? Like his music? Yeah. Wait, okay. I, I'm a little out of the loop with most things. Um, can someone fill me in on Kanye West? Like, I know, like, generally he's crazy lately, but, like, I don't know why. Like, I don't really know what's going on. Uh, the short and sweet of it, he went on a, a news network show with uh, Alex Jones. And there's just this clip of him saying like, Alex going like, it's not like, yeah. you know. He, that's the guy who goes, they're turning all the frogs gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have never seen this man in my life. I'm, who is this? He, he's a, what, like a Fox News anchor who just kind of like American spouts. far right, alt right radio show host. Yeah. And prominent conspiracy theorist. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he's. So like he's already kind of a crazy guy. Yeah. So he's on a news. Yeah. Gosh. Kanye went on his show and oh. there's just this clip of him going like, I like Hitler. Like. Yeah. Just saying that. A bunch of just anti-Semitic stuff. Um, yeah. Basically what? saying like Hitler wasn't such a bad guy. And then Alex Jones, this conspiracy guy, is the one being like, hey, maybe pull that back. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? Recently? Yeah. Yeah, like a month ago. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, hmm. I think that generally I don't like to support people or like whatever they do if I don't live like if we don't connect morally that there's like gray lines here and there like but for example the first one i can think of is like i don't really like to buy things from the kardashians because i generally think like they're pretty bad for like the beauty standard or like the influence that they have so let me try to like like paint this for you though like who who is your favorite musician matt maltese okay matt maltese let's say tomorrow you find out that he's super racist. Well, generally like- Can you still listen to his music? I cannot, like I'm pretty, cause I would think about that every time I turn on his songs. So like, you know, your favorite song is no longer your favorite song. It's like, ugh, it's ruined. Yeah. 
So you can separate the art from you can't separate the art from the artist. I have a hard time because mm. I don't want to actively support them, especially like because, for example, when I'm streaming, like I'm playing that music or like I'm like it's around me and then it's around others. And like, I don't know, I just don't really it makes me feel a little uncomfortable, I guess, because I'm like, just so you know, like I don't support Kanye, but like this is a great song. But just so you know, I really don't <laughs> support Kanye, but this song like it just puts me in an uncomfortable situation. So like I don't I don't really mind not I don't know like no song is ever so great that I have to listen to it I think I guess that is a good point in that there is always something that could replace it maybe maybe mm. the the general vibe or feeling but I don't know something like he made some classics back in the day. Yeah, like, I, mean, I mean, I do think he was really musically talented. I didn't used to like his music, but I, I mean, I don't really listen to Kanye in general. Like, it's not, not like I just said, my favorite artist is Matt Maltese, which is very different than Kanye. If anyone even knows who that is. Um, so I'm not really listening to him anyways. Would you listen to Kanye? Uh, I think I would like, like similar to you, I'm not like a big Kanye fan. But like, if the song came on my Spotify and the Kanye West song, I'm not rushing. Like, I gotta skip the song. <laughs> yeah. um, like, if I'm streaming on a Spotify playlist and it comes up, it's, I'm just gonna let it play. Mm. And like, one person in chat might be like, "Hey, I can't believe you're listening to Kanye West after what happened." But, um, yeah, I wouldn't say I would actively like. Mm. I wouldn't like artist. delete him from my playlist, yeah. but like. I don't know. I also think it's an added layer of just complexity with streaming. Like, if I wasn't a streamer, I can imagine, like, I'm in the car listening to this song. But yeah. playing it on stream might be a little different for me. Because you're kind of, like, platforming. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Kanye West has a big platform anyway, but you're kind of, like, rebroadcasting his music to your audience yeah. then. But so if you weren't a streamer, like, like let's say you're giving advice to, like, the gen- like someone who's been loving uh, Matt Maltese forever and they just found out he's racist. Like, oh, do I keep listening to Matt? You're thinking like, sure, if it's on your own time, go ahead. Okay, wait, I have a really toxic thought. So like Kanye doesn't make good music anymore. Sorry. So like... So you're saying past like, everything. Dude, everything. Like, it's okay. Like, like, no, like, everything pre-racism is okay. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> like, like this idea that like... Okay, Matt Maltese is like, oh my God, Matt Maltese is like still making all this... Like I'm not actively supporting Kanye. It feels like I'm not actively supporting well, him because nothing's new. Like he's not going on tours. He's not like, like making forget about music. Kanye. Forget about Kanye. Like this is Matt we're talking about. Okay, I'm, I'm thinking like, about Matt. Like, I'm trying to get you in the shoes of, like, the typical, like, super Kanye fan, but this is, your yours is Matt. Can we make it, like, Taylor Swift instead? Sure. Because Matt Lattice is so Taylor small, Swift. okay? Sure. Okay, this is Taylor Swift. She's she's comped out. She's racist. She's <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift is racist. She is the anti-hero. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And... Yeah... I don't know. Like, I'm not removing her from my playlist, but I'm not also, like... Mm, I'm not... I'll probably, like, listen to it. But then I do think anytime that song comes on, I'm just going to think about her being racist. And I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck, and it ruins the mood. Yeah. So then I switch the song. I think I, I personally can, like, separate the art from the artist, but there will always be that layer of, like, yeah, it's a little different now. Yeah. Yeah. Because <clears throat> yeah. I'm sure certain lyrics will like have different meaning. <laughs> yeah. to mm. it. 
Yeah. I've always been like that way though. I remember when the whole news about Chris Brown came out, I was like, I'm never listening to his music again. And I haven't. Hmm. Unless like somebody else was playing. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I'm not putting it on. (laughs) So you'll never support her platform, but it's like, hey, if it's there, sure I'll dance a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. I guess I just, I try to be conscious of it because I don't, I don't want to support someone like that. I think there's just so many shit people in the world that, you know, like, that have a platform. And my, me probably listening to them doesn't really affect them, but like, it affects me. Like, I know in my heart of hearts that I, I'm not <laughs> supporting them. I think what you're basically saying then is that what we need is someone to come out and become the new Kanye in terms of like, replace his music style but be a good person. Because then everyone can uh, like easily be like, oh, I can finally delete Kanye. This guy filled that hole. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> I think, I'm trying to think of like who out there is like, you just morally don't agree with, but not music. Music, I feel like is somewhat different because I'm not like paying to listen to this song. Like back in the day, Maybe like an iTunes. Okay, if this was like, we're 2009, okay? Like I wouldn't buy Kanye's music anymore. I'd be like downloading it if if I really wanted to listen to it. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay that trans. I'd be like, fuck you, Kanye. I'm not supporting your music. So if it was like a filmmaker, you'd be like, I'm gonna torrent this. Yeah. I'm not gonna buy your DVD. But if I, if I really had to watch it or listen to it, if I really had to, like I just wouldn't give the money to do it. In other news, uh, we moved into a new house. We didn't, you know, we didn't on a lighter note, so we should have probably started off with this and all the <laughs> serial killer and uh, yeah, cancellations and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we all moved into a new house together. There's yeah. gonna be eight people in the house. That's a lot of people. The biggest OTV house ever, I would say. Big one. I didn't even know we had eight. I think I didn't count. That's a lot. That is a lot of people. Yeah, it is a lot. Most I've ever lived with. We could have more. Yeah, we could go up mean? to... We have at least one more room with like its own bathroom downstairs. Yeah. That's true. But they wouldn't have a closet. And Some people don't need a closet. That's fair. It would probably be a guy. <laughs> He's like, no closet, I don't really mind. All right, who, who are we moving in? In the ninth spot? Well, we think about all the past guests of the OTV house. I think the most recent one was Ray. Before that was H-June. Before that was Saikuno. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there anyone before Saikuno? Michael. <laughs> Michael <laughs> stayed in. It was me when I moved in. I was just there as a guest as well. True. Uh, before that, there was also Mendo. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Mendo used to live in the old TV house. Yeah. And now... It this, could be you. It could be you. <laughs> One of you lucky viewers listening to this on... <laughs> The car ride to your work. Call in to five five five. <laughs> but I think we should like rent that room out. Yeah. To like someone. Are someone we gonna young. make a gym? Isn't that someone's plan with that room? They can live in the gym. Wait, what? why don't we just put the gym in the garage? We could do that. Yeah. But then Michael can't live in the garage. Michael gets some of the garage, and we get the other part of the garage. Yeah. Michael just asked for half of the garage. Mm-hmm. That's true. To put his plasma cutter. Yeah. That's what he Great. said. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think having a who who would you guys want as like a ideal ninth roommate? I think we should American Idol this. 
Oh. We should American Idol that room. Yeah, let's do that. That's completely. Let's just exploit them. Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll, the we'll do like a an initial like <laughs> cut of like basically we won't invite anyone that we could never see living there, but anyone who's like oh maybe maybe we let them through, and then we it goes to another round where uh, people are calling in and texting and voting for their favorite, and then eventually we have a new roommate. Great, I love it. Would they all be unknowns? It's up to us. <laughs> well, we don't like them. Well, at the end of the day, we we would be living. So, like, we would cut down anyone who mm-hmm. there's no chance of us living with. Are we? So we're we're really looking for another member. So no, 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 just someone to live in the room. Oh, okay. I yeah, my bad. <laughs> no, they just live there. They yeah. just live in the OTV home, but yeah. they're not part of OTV. Yeah, yeah you can see like that might be confusing. Mm. I didn't live in the prior OTV home, but I. I was, it's very common. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, we did it with uh, Saikuno. Yeah, it's like a revolving door. There's yeah. always guests coming in. And right. Okay. This would be the fifth person to live in the OTV house who's not part of OTV. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. I have some, I have some, you know, people. Oh, go yeah. on. Go am on. I, allowed? I don't know. Like, I don't want to say anything loud. Well, why don't you want to say it loud? Well, I don't know. I feel, I... feel flattered. <clears throat> Tenzin. Mm-hmm. Danny. Mm-hmm. Celine. It sounds like you're just naming your friends. I am. That's true. We do. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, I, I, like, I get you want to get more friends in, but this is more for like. You want to just have some random person that we kind of know, but like don't really know. Toast wants to shake it up. Yeah. I want to make people uncomfortable. Having more friends make people too comfortable. Oh, see, yeah, I, I am on, I like to be comfortable. I want to, so like when I go to the kitchen, I'm like a little anxious of seeing <laughs> this random that I don't know and having to make small talk. Yeah. Yeah. That's a spicy living situation. It yeah. keeps people like polite and like, you know, with their guard up. Yeah. But then every so often this you get to see home. little glimpses of real people. This is our the home. This is our home. That that sounds like this, a workplace. No, actually, this, 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 this is, is our a home. Work, no, this is a workplace. We're having this podcast set up in our house. <laughs> Wait, I'm actually like Loki, kind of having a hard time separating work from home because of that. I like come downstairs and I'm like, I work here. Yes. And so I just hide in my room because I'm like, okay, I don't. You signed here. up for this. I didn't you, know. You didn't moved know into the like OTV this. house. I didn't know. I didn't know. Honestly, I didn't know. It's gonna be like this, but I'm not. I am adjusting. <laughs> if anything, I actually really like that I can just come downstairs and be on a podcast. Yeah, you don't have to drive like 30 minutes yeah. of traffic. Yes, yeah. yes. Which makes me like, like the less friction means the more content. So I'm all game for it. And now instead of driving 30 minutes to hang out with new people, we just bring one new person into our house. You're right. Yes. Yeah. So who are we bringing? I like Broden's idea of a uh, American Idol style. So who's our first? Well, I would imagine we make a call for it. I would not mind someone like fresh, uh, fresh, like very unknown. I like fresh meat. Yeah. Because I think if you've been in the scene like a few years, you're kind of like molded by like the culture already. Mm. How fresh are we talking? Like baby? Like three, four viewers? Five Like they have a TikTok account with like 50 followers of like their friends oh okay yeah that kind of like where they're trying a little bit and you can kind of see their yeah. efforts but like zero following really okay literally just hatched yeah is there an age range 
Is there a cutoff? Like, could, could it be a 50 year old? I would like them to <laughs> <laughs> probably be like the youngest person out of everyone. Oh, God. Loki, it scares me for them. Like, imagine you're like, 18 you you come to this home you don't know anything else and now you come into our culture which loki kind of sometimes really fucking sucks and then you're just influenced by us for the rest of your life because you're just so young you don't know anything yeah but what good influences i'm projecting i think it's scary i think think they should think about their future more (laughs) (laughs) they're signing up for it too right yeah but actually i think 18 is a good age I think some, like, as long as they're not, like, 14. <laughs> what? I think 14's too young to become famous. But 18's okay. 18's, you're, you're yeah. like, you have a little more experience. <clears throat> they finished school. You finished school. At least you finished high school. So, you know. Okay. So, 18 to 50. <laughs> 18 to 50. Wait, if we're going to, why 50? Like, what's the difference between, like, 60? And 50. Like, why cap 60. it? You want to yeah. live with a 60-year-old? My best friend in college was a 64-year-old. Wait, really? Yeah. Can I hear about this I, a little bit? Her name was Cheryl. I love her to death. Um, I didn't make a lot of friends in high school, or sorry, college, because I was basically just like going to school full-time, volunteering a lot, um, working part-time, and she was my boss, and then I would stream. So I like, just didn't like really involve myself or like, I couldn't really balance having friends and school and all that other stuff. So she was my boss. We just like hit it off. Like the first day of work, she ended up staying late because we just ended up talking the whole time. Like we've just, we just hit it off. Um, But yeah, she was 64 at the time, I think when I started. I think she was 64, 63. But yeah, she was great. That's interesting. Cause like Toast and I were literally just talking about how we were in school. It's like, if someone's two years older than you, you're like, well, I'm they're like out of my age range. Yeah. They're not like. Well, I think that generally that might like. I think that. Hmm. Okay. I think we do have that feeling of like, well, you're out of my age range, especially like in high school, like mm-hmm. freshman to senior. But as you grow up, I think that changes. Like for example, I don't really think about age, but I also am on the younger side. So I'm 25. So if I was probably the oldest of the group, which I think is Edison, you, someone's older. I don't remember. Sarah? Sarah? It's someone. I don't, basically what I'm trying to say is like, I don't think about age that much. So when I'm interacting with you, I don't think Tosa is 31. 31. (laughs) I don't, I don't think about it that much, but I wouldn't have probably gone up to Cheryl and talked to her like at a coffee shop. But because we were put together, we realized, oh, we actually have a lot in common. And the only thing that is different about us, well, of course, like there's some generational differences, but like our age wasn't the main thing that was dividing us but it would probably have been in the beginning. But because we were working together, we were able to just talk. And like, she was really just a kid at heart. I think that everyone is a kid at heart. Like when you talk to our parents, people are like, when I close my eyes, I think of myself when I'm like 20. And I think we're gonna be like that for the rest of our lives. Like, I don't think you ever feel 80. Honestly, you're kind of selling me on a 60 year old because my <laughs> mind started going to like the just dynamics it shoots and like like how we would play into like, like, oh, can someone hold, like, Cheryl's hand? Like, she needs a little help getting down the stairs. Oh, Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> we just have our designated old lady. We yeah. love that. Yeah. It makes me feel, it's like a sitcom. Yeah. I want to I wanna create a sitcom. I'm watching a lot of Friends lately, and, like, 
I'm just like obsessed with this idea of a sitcom. I mean, our lives are kind of like friends, like young adults living in a popular city. Yeah, but we don't do anything. Like we we just sit inside and like game. You think if Ross and Rachel and Joey and Chandler are doing anything like all the time? Well, they're, they just sit at the we coffee see them place once a week. <laughs> well, they okay. I was just talking to John about this. I was like, "Wow, if OTV filmed a sitcom. What would it be like?" I was like, "But we all have the same jobs. Like a lot of their their interactions come from like nobody knows what Chandler's job is, and like that's like the crux of the joke." Or like Rachel's constantly moving from job to job because she's like bad at one job, good at another, <clears throat> and so like she comes home really stressed, and like they're able to like talk about that. Like we all do the same thing, so there wouldn't be a lot of like. Oomph. But we stream different games. I can talk about. Oh man, I had such a rough time. The most boring sitcom ever. <laughs> this guy top decked me and got lethal. And then you talk about Valorant. Like, yeah. Oh, I got an ace on Icebox playing Yoru. It's like oh, okay. And it's like that different dynamic that keeps things fresh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess in a way, OTV is a sitcom, but in a different yeah way. I mean, we all have stuff that takes us out of the house, and then and we do an OTV shoot. It brings us all together. We'd be a good sitcom. Sorry, I was trying to think of like, what do we do outside of the house? What do you do outside of the well, house? Anytime, you, like let's say Sid has a modeling thing that she has to go to. Maybe you have a sponsor activation. Maybe that's work related. John's buying, a, yeah. Like it shows Joey acting, that's his work. Mm. It shows Ross at the dinosaur place, right? Do you guys have, okay, <clears throat> in sitcoms, right? Like everyone has, it's almost a stereotype. Like, they're, they're, it's like a cliche of some sort. So, like, Joey, like, cheats on all his girls. Like, he's, like, never with a girl for more than two weeks. And Ross is, like, the one that everyone, like, makes fun of. He's the butt of the joke. He's, like, a nerd or, you know. Do you guys think that you have that? Like, if I was to put you in a sitcom, were you, would you be able to pinpoint what you are? Like, what your cliche is? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Overly serious, monotone, sarcastic. Mm. Yeah. I would say that's correct, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say... Mm, I feel like I wouldn't be a main character. I would be someone where, like, like the main characters show up at a place and they're like, "How? why are you here? You're like, like I'm constantly... Gunther. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you are the guy who works at the coffee shop and loves Rachel and your only joke is that like you come in when Rachel's like really sad and she's like man I want a hug and you're just like hovering behind her staring at her like, How, what how's that what I described at all like you're not the main character but you're there occasionally. no no no, no, no. You're, you're saying because you're describing someone who's always at the same place I'm saying like like each time you guys move to like like let's say it's the concert episode like for some reason I'm there and you run into me and then like like there's you're at the museum and then for some reason I'm there mm. like fixing the monkeys. It's like <laughs> So you don't want to be Gunther? <laughs> if you want me to be Gunther, I'll be Gunther for you, sure. It's not a flattering role. It's, it's not. It's not. I can see you as like you're kind of this enigma type of a character. Like you don't have a specific role, but you're just around. Yeah. I feel like I I, I would probably be like the, the what is it called? The, the day sex machina or something where like you guys run into a problem and like, ah, oh, and then like the writers just use me to get you out of it. Mm. Like I show up with a hose when you need it or something. 
We should make a sitcom. I was telling Broden I want to film movie trailers, but no movies. Sean had that brilliant idea, and I was like, that's brilliant. Let's do that. I think we've had this idea for Why a while. Why don't we do it? <laughs> it's like the typical, very cliche, yes. blah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and it's like us as the, I just think it'd be so great. Yeah. Yeah, I like the um, the video for that. It's like every movie trailer ever, but it's not yeah. actually acted out. It's just voiced. Yeah. And then we would just act out the trailer. Oh, that could work too. I, so like I, I've always wanted to do movie trailers like this because the fun part about it is that you can create like the most epic or crazy movie and you don't have to pay off any scene. You don't have to finish it, conclude it well. It's just all the big moments that yes. get someone hype. Yes. Yeah. I also want us to each do a movie recap. Well, Sean and I did one. Yeah. What do you mean like each of us do? Like we are the voiceover are the to voice. what happened? Yeah. yeah. We each get a movie and we do a movie recap of it like five minutes long, like the one you see on YouTube. Right. I, I love that movie recaps by the way because i never watch any content really i love movie recaps do you mean like we would watch the movie and recap it or we would watch the recap and have to like give our random commentary no we watch a movie and then we do the movie mm. recap and like narrate over it and write yeah. the script for it it was pretty fun when we did it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing is just like overlaying like what you're saying with the movie scenes <laughs> yeah. to make it match up yeah yeah I remember when we went camping, we just put on a movie recap and like watch it from a phone, all 10 of us lying on the ground. <laughs> well, we never yeah. finished it, so I don't know how it ended. And I don't know, I actually tried looking it up after that. It was, it's a Brazilian yes. Netflix show. And I tried looking it up on YouTube. I can't remember what the title was, but I couldn't find it. And like they didn't have the recap. I don't know why I couldn't find it. So I, I still don't know how it, end, how it ends. I think it was 20, I think it's called like 21 or 23, which makes it really hard to search yes. up. Yeah. Bad SEO. Yeah. Because um, we recently had a shoot where each of us were given homework to do the, mm -hmm. the Christmas one. And I think that made the shoot much better because all of us actually had to put in effort. Um, not that I am <laughs> encouraging you for every shoot to make us do extra work. But it was just cool to see like, all right, what it was, it was like show and tell, like, all right, what did you do? And like show everyone and we all laugh and critique. Yeah. Wait, when, will this come out before or after that? Uh, okay. We should talk about it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, My I, favorite one was definitely Scara's. Like, Scara's gift? His or? vlog. His vlog. Oh, yeah. I, it's, I don't know yes. why, but his vlog was so good because yeah. he was like getting the shots, getting like, the narrating like when he points at himself talking yeah. like all right guys i'm here at like and it doesn't sound look cheesy at all yeah. it's like it's just so He's natural like a natural born vlogger <laughs> yeah. which is so surprising and he had like establishing shots yes. b-roll close ups yes yeah. yes it was so good yeah it was just himself as well like he didn't have anyone take yeah. any videos from him it was just yeah like, and he he also experienced that problem i have is like when you're vlogging in a store and people are around you it's so embarrassing that you don't do it, even though you should and your editor will thank you for it. But like just knowing people are around you as you're talking to the camera yeah, makes you feel so out of place that you just don't do it. You weirdo, talking I, to yourself. I took, or I vlogged footage for Yvonne's gift and I couldn't get the shot because people kept walking by. So I had to take, the, I probably have four or five different takes. And I'm just repeating the same thing over and over and over again. And it never even ended up in my vlog. <laughs> I, 
distance from fucking nothing. Wait, why were you like redoing it? Because I would, I would like do the shot and then someone would walk like right in front of, I would like pan to like, oh, okay. Basically I was like, oh my God, Lee, uh, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I was like, and this, and I would go like this and someone's in front of it. I'm like, fuck. So then I do it all over again. I'm like, and this or something, something else happens. Or like, I was like, okay, this is the wrong. I'm going to, then I gave the phone to John to do a different. <sighs> just didn't work out and didn't even end up in it so also i mean saying with that kind of stuff you could just like oh they walk through it redo that last part because it's gonna be chopped up in it that's true i don't think like that i'm not an editor no be like having some editing knowledge mm. i think it helps in every way i i have none no um i thought it was interesting that you liked the homework aspect but you were the student who did your homework the day of yeah and I like you think for the day of i did a pretty good job in my defense i was getting the shit beaten out of me like a few days before and leading up to that day i was worried about getting the shit beaten out of me and then the four days after i was concussed yeah. and still am if you're wondering why i talk so slowly now my brain don't work so good no more this is slow i feel like this is normal <laughs> No, I'm like, <laughs> like, you're speaking really great. Thank you. I speak good. Uh, but yeah, I had to do mine the day off. I kind of had an idea. I, I, a lot of people went with the strategy of the shotgun blast of like, I'm just going to get them like four or five gifts and one of them's going to hit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I did mine the morning off and like our editor had to edit it within like 30 minutes with my footage. Yeah, you went for a shotgun blast approach too. Well, so I didn't know that like, so my, when I heard that we were doing this like video, I was like, oh, this is like supposed to be ha ha funny. Like this is for content. Like this is not for like. It was funny though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad you did it. Cause it was like half of the video was like wholesome, wholesome, wholesome. It was kind of like, all right, it's getting a little one note. And then Jody's comes in and it's like, oh well i'm glad i was able to add a little spice i just didn't expect for it to be so wholesome like i get michael's gift and he's put in hours <laughs> hours, hours of, of footage time. of like, like cutting sanding like lasering this yes. piece of personal gift yes. for jody and like this gift is like one of the nicest gifts i've ever received and then you know my gift will you <laughs> take off the blanket and i called it the yvonne package and i'm like oh 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 <laughs> like well, i was mortified but at the same time i'm like i'm sure she'll like a taylor swift vinyl like it's in there like go to the bottom of the box I i'm sorry i did that to you but knowing what you guys had given each other i purposely juxtaposed Michael's gift to you with your gift to Jeez. Yvonne <laughs> to really just show the difference of uh, <laughs> you know thought thought put into it you know I felt so bad because like I truly walked away with like amazing gifts like I loved every single one of my <laughs> gifts and I'm like Yvonne just has to take up a fucking stool and like this little claw grabber <sighs> what's great too is Michael was like asking me for like some help to like kind of guide with you and I gave him stuff and he like everything I gave him he threw out the window mm. and I think gave you even better gifts. Yeah. Like his gifts were really, really good. Yeah. My favorite was the cube, which is, I don't know. I just like love it. 
that's like something I would never get for myself, but like I have it. And, and now I have like the memory with it. I, it's like my favorite gift. The cube. It reminds me of Ray's uh, gift from two years ago. Yes. What is it? She got a, a silver bar. <laughs> Just a Just literal a bar of silver. silver. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I love this. Yes. She loved it. And, like, and I want to say like a year later, she was like, it's still on my desk. I yeah. polish it to keep it looking good. <laughs> I love that. It's true. It's like you, you like I have yeah. it, so now I love it. But I would never have gotten it. So girls just want metal. <laughs> just give us, us cubes of metal. Give them a block of heavy metal, and they'll be happy. Yeah, actually, or a strawberry vase. That's a good gift too. You you mentioned uh, something else that we could talk about your your chess boxing. Mm. Yeah. How was that for you? <laughs> Because the way, like, leading up to that, y- the way you spoke about it to all of us, you kind of made it sound like, ah, yeah, I'm not really, like, I'm, I'm in it. I kind of hope he's not yeah, practicing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't take my training too seriously. I did it in the beginning, like, four months out. But um, we had a, like, long Japan trip, and I was gone for a month, and I came back, and then we had to travel to New York and then San Francisco. So, like, I was pretty much not training for two months. Um, like I was training when I could, but even then it was so hard to like get into it because I would do it for like two sessions and then like, I right, I'm going to leave for like a week and then I would come back and do it for two sessions and I right, go again. And like my training kept like regressing and then getting back to the same point and then regressing the same point. So towards the end, I just kind of like, well, I hope he's not taking it too seriously because uh, my opponent uh point crow did not talk about his training at all so either he's not training or he's training super hard and his strategy was to like keep everything in secret to drop like a big reveal and like win the match and do a video and i was just praying it was the not training one he was training (laughs) i I watched this motherfucker talk on stream he has footage like yeah i'm gonna like film everything i'm gonna drop like the coolest video ever and i remember like reading a comment from like one of his friends it's like oh yeah no point crow wanted to like knock toast out <laughs> like that was his goal he was like um i knew i was in trouble when i saw his coach and he talked like a boxer which is kind of like mm-hmm. a little lispy because mm-hmm. like all the head trauma um there's a this like a pattern like heavy heavy like long time boxers the way they talk is like because they got hit in the head so much they just they got an accent i can't believe people willingly do this okay yeah yeah wow okay and i like when i saw that in the locker room I'm like fuck the action <laughs> train and i was like so nervous and honestly like he came out swinging and i also didn't know he was a collegiate rower so that was great to find out the day off as well like i knew he was two inch taller and i knew he was like 10 pounds heavier i'm like well i mean like if he's in the if he's a regular human like a gamer with gamer body like that 10 pounds could just be like extra fat it was it was muscle (laughs) yeah rowers are fit (laughs) it was muscle man um but i definitely deserve to get my ass beat because like he took it way more seriously than i and like boxing is a lot of just training and preparation for it mm-hmm. um luck and like chess i'm not very good at chess and i just prepared pretty much the day off i just put on like a youtube video by um this guy called gotham chess and i was like oh, okay i like the way he talks and like um 
I don't know any strategy he's putting down, but he said to move your knight out first. I don't know why, but apparently that's a good thing. So I'm like, when I was playing, I was like, okay, he said to move my knight out and then move my other knight out and then move my bishop out. <laughs> and that's all the video I watched. So I don't know what's <laughs> happening here. And at the beginning, I was losing it. <laughs> I went into it like, wow, I suck at chess. Maybe I went, I'll probably went through boxing. So I should really focus on the boxing. <laughs> and then like, first round was chess. And he takes like essentially my castle, which is huge for free. I'm like, okay, I really need to win in boxing. Boxing starts, he charges me like a gorilla. <laughs> I'm like, I, I was so off guard. I'm like, this is a lot of aggression. And he like knocked me down, like got, caught me off balance. And the ref had to like stop and like, hey, you want to keep going? I'm like, yeah, no, I can keep going. And luckily he punched me in the nuts. Like he was throwing two uppercuts, um, but he misjudged the distance and caught me right like in my groin area. Thankfully, my opponent insisted on wearing cups because initially I'm like, oh, I mean, if you want cups, I guess we can put it on. But he's like, no, nah, I think we should do cups. And only <laughs> now do I realize it wasn't for him. It was for me. <laughs> he was protecting my children because um, when he sparred with his coach, he would punch him in the nuts too. <laughs> He just has a tendency to go a little too low. <laughs> I was watching the stream and said, yeah, I accidentally hit my coach in the nuts a bit and my sparring partner a little bit too. Um, so I'm really thankful for him. For, yeah, he's so thoughtful. Yeah, insisting yeah, on the wow. cups. But I know he felt super bad because like in the match right after, he was like, God, man, I'm so sorry. Mm. Uh, I told I was waving it off like because it didn't hurt. The cups actually did so, like 99% protection there. <laughs> Um, so after the boxing and he whooped my ass, I'm like, fuck, maybe chess isn't so bad. <laughs> chess looking kind of nice now. Um, and then we play more chess and I was still losing. I was like, fuck, you know, maybe, maybe we give boxing another try. Uh, my coach gave me some really good advice, which is like, cause he keeps coming straight at me. I need to like lean down, like push my body into him, like get it essentially go between his arms and just come up and punch him in the head and did that like twice in that match and um the first one didn't phase him but i think the second one like rattled his head enough so that when we went back to chess he made the worst move like you can in a chess it's called a forced blunder where i have to take his queen like he put his queen in position to put my king in check. And normally your king can move. Okay, let me get out of danger. Let me move it this way, maybe move that way. But a force blunder is like, there is no legal move for me, but to take his queen. Cause initially I didn't see it. I'm like, oh, I need to get my king away. But that move made it so that the only possible move I can make is to take his queen and like have the biggest advantage. So once that happened, I was like, Okay, I can win a chess because I don't think I'm winning in boxing anymore. So in the third round, I was just focused on like trying to live a little, but you can't go all defense. So I was still trying to punch him, but he again it was like fighting a gorilla. I would like punch him in the head, and I would see it like stun him for a second, but he just came back harder. So a lot of the third round, I was just trying to like get close, get my punches and try and just survive him like wailing on me. Cause my D I was so tired. I could see his punches coming. I'm like, it is way too much work to like <laughs> raise my hand to block it. So I'm just gonna let him punch me and save some energy. 
Um, oh my god! <laughs> and thankfully, I survived. The ref just kept, let us keep fighting. I sort of got the ref should have stepped in at some point, but I think everyone was enjoying the show. We're like, yeah, keep fighting, man! You put on a great show. And I survived, and I won the chess portion. And I'm still concussed. I know this because um, I don't like bright lights. Like we were hanging out in the theater room. I'm like, I, I wasn't looking at the screen because I can't. Oh, it was giving me a headache. Wow. And we had an OTV party the other day. And I was like, I saw a huge crowd. And I saw like a lot of my friends. Like it, I remember seeing Ludwig like in the kitchen. I wanted to go over and say hi. And I just turned around and went to my room because like the noise level was too yeah. high. And it was hurting my head. So yeah. Uh, that's... All I see is this gigantic bright light. <laughs> yeah. in my life. You said that, I'm like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, that was my chess boxing experience. Mm. Would you do it again? I don't think so. Like, I I learned a lot about myself that day. <laughs> yeah, I, I think getting the shit beaten out of you will do that. <laughs> yeah, it was a very humbling experience because you never know how you would react in a fight mm. until you're in one. And it was hard. Mm-hmm. It was like, and I, the way other people was fighting, like the other matches, it all looked really one-sided and like done within the first round and uh i was just kept going and we were just like punching each other in the head for so long and i was thinking like is this how the other matches went because i don't remember other matches just being like two guys just wailing on each other um so i don't know if i would want to go through that again where it's so it's kind of like evenly matched to a point where Alright, you guys are doing pretty well, so just keep going. Like I would have preferred it if one of us just got out like within the first round and mm. saved both of us some brain damage. <laughs> Did he walk away with any injuries? Do you know? He also had a concussion. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, hey. <laughs> like we were both laid out on the floor in the locker room, mm. unable to like move, and the EMTs had to come in to check on us, and like we got a real doctor, and he's like, "Yeah, you guys both have a concussion." Oh, God. yeah it was uh it was pretty bad well it was hard to watch probably harder for you to you know but it was i like i didn't go in person because i just have a really hard time like watching my friends get beat the fuck up so mm-hmm. like even when i'm watching on the screen i'm like uh, like i'm like not like my eyes are closed or like i'm like looking kind of at, like the corner of my eye but like as soon as he punched you in the ball <laughs> i literally there must be something like I don't know, genetically wired in me where like, I hate him. Like, <laughs> like, I, like, like I saw that happen, I'm like, oh, I hate you. Don't ever, I hope I never see you in person. <laughs> like, Cindy and I were texting, she's like, I hate him. I was like, no, I feel the same way. I was like, fuck this guy. Tell Peter the fuck up, get him. Like, we're all calves going boom, 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 because she's in there in person watching. And I, like, yeah, either way, like, it's gonna take me some time to forgive him because he just beat the fuck out of me, you know? So it's, it's hard. And like when I was watching Albert, holy fuck, I'm like, that one, that one also hurt. I don't know. I actually like, to me, like seeing Albert get hit was something that I think I'd never, not that I expected you to ever <laughs> see you ever get hit. I don't know how to explain it, I guess. It's like, I imagine you to fight back, but with Albert, if Albert gets hit, I'm all, I'm like, no, no, you okay, kind of thing. 
I don't know. It's just hard to watch your friends get hit. I can't believe we all got into boxing. I would like us to not. I would like us to. We should, yeah, play chess. Or well, John, John's getting into uh, boxing, huh? Yeah. No, I literally was like, John, please don't ever. Like, I'll support you, but like, really, it'll be so hard for me. I like probably won't be in the crowd. Like, I can't imagine watching him get beat the fuck up. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run into the ring and I'm gonna beat them the fuck up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can like stand by and watch that without like, I don't know, I don't know what I would do. It'd be really, really hard for me. Yeah, I know what you mean about box box though, because he's yeah. not involved in any stuff like this. Yeah. He's not like you know into youtubing or twitch he just plays his strategy games yeah and he's pretty like awkward and reserved so you don't think about like albert doing youtube boxing and he did it and he won and he i mean he was great it's just like seeing him get hit i was like don't don't hit him (laughs) (laughs) like i know that's what he's here for but like So you would you would never do boxing like that? I I wouldn't. I don't. I also think like it's kind of how I okay. Like growing up, I didn't play a lot of sports. Um, partly because I just don't like all the attention being on me. Like like for example, I'm playing basketball. Ball gets past me. All eyes are on me. I freeze. I suddenly like don't know what to do. And my like I'm also just like not really physically gifted. So I'm pretty bad at that kind of stuff. I'm sure I could train and get a lot better, but. I just like don't like that kind of spotlight on me and like for example you get really injured when you play sports like I know so many kids that grew up like playing football and soccer and they just have injuries so I was like oh no I'm good and boxing is like you get the most injuries like you have a concussion like everybody walks away injured and like I'm like I don't want to do that also like my dad grew up playing a lot of basketball so like he has a bad back a bad neck a bad knee like everything is fucked up but my dad like he sleeps he's like I'm like I don't ever I don't ever want to do that so I don't know I just I do think like it's it can be entertaining but I like have zero desire unless like I'm gonna box someone that I absolutely hate that will motivate me but I don't think I really have anyone (laughs) you should start using John's boxing game that'll that'll get you prepped yeah yeah we have a lot of boxing stuff Scar bought Michael a whole ass Oh yeah, boxing arcade machine. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Were you? Did you see the one that like was played in Japan? Mm-hmm. It's like when you like punch a dinosaur out of the solar system no, kind of thing. Didn't, no. Yeah. Well, he imported that yeah. for Michael. It's pretty much one of those arcade ones where it drops a ball and you, like you punch it, like the one you see at uh, like all the yeah yeah like the entire machine is just in Michael's house. Right <laughs> yeah. Like we just went over it and we're like, what the fuck is this doing here? <laughs> Yeah, and then we had two boxing uh, gifts from the Christmas one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the Lily Pichu lookalike. Which scared the, the fuck out of me. The other oh day. yeah, because <laughs> who put it was you? It had to have been you. What? Who put it? Michael put it there. Oh, oh yeah, because he he didn't have space in, on his bike. So he said, I'll come back for it. But who put, so we went down there, right? And it was like in the middle of the room. And then somebody placed it right in front of the door that yeah. is just a giant <laughs> pane of glass. God, it freaked me the fuck out. I'm like looking for a package. Yeah. It got delivered in the wrong place. So I walked down there and then the the blinds were down. So I was like, oh, it's kind of funny. Like that looks like somebody was like peeking out at me. Well, no one's going to be there. Like it's like 2 a.m. And I see <laughs> fake Lily like with the sweatshirt on and it's just, 
yeah. in the window. <laughs> and usually, like in games, when I'm scared and stuff, I scream because, like, generally, like I know I'm safe, but it's like it just comes out of me. But like in this moment, I was so scared, I felt my whole body go <laughs> like, like I was tased in a moment. Like I literally felt so much like tightness, and I just like stood there ready to like kind of run, I guess. And then I was like, oh my fucking god, are you serious? So I ended up moving it because I was like, I don't want anyone like who's delivering food or like Amazon packages to get fucking terrified of this fake lily. Yeah. Honestly, they shouldn't be delivering to that door. So I think we should put That's it back there. That's true. We just yeah. do not deliver here. That's how I found out. I was like, oh, they left my food at the wrong door. So I went down. In the corner of my eye, I just see the sweater. I'm like, that doesn't, wait, why is there a person there? And I got freaked out. And then like, I felt so stupid. Like one second after, I'm like, fuck, I fell for it. That's my sweater. I got to take my sweater back. I think that'll help. <laughs> I actually thought about it. I was like, would I have been so scared if it wasn't in a hoodie? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, I was, I was going to take it off. And then I was like, oh, I don't have, Bronan's not here. Yeah. It's basically a mannequin. Yeah. In yeah. Lily's hoodie, which just makes yeah. it more real. Yeah. Did it have the wig on or no, just? No, 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 no. Don't get any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> we did that in a previous OTV house as well, where we put a head at the win- the kitchen window. And Wait, every time, really? yeah, every time I walk, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the new version of that. Whose head was it? What was, why did you have a head? It was like one of those uh, mannequin heads as well. I think we did it for a shoot. Uh, this was two houses ago. Was this the like kind of not ancient looking one, but like the. It's the modern one, but oh. not the most recent one. There's been so many OTV homes I've lost. It's the one yeah. after the kind of dingy one. Was it the one where I was in the wine room or no? Mm, the one before the wine room. Mm. Where it's like a long walk-in. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the one yeah, with yeah. the giant master. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I remember this. There's been a lot of OTV houses. Oh, yeah. that one. Sorry, I just remembered it. <laughs> yeah. You walk in into the left is like a little thingy and it leads to the kitchen also. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember yeah. that. That was a very long. When time. we got RoboDog, right? We got well. Michael did his Robo Dog video in the wine cellar house, but we may have gone to actual dog before then. What happened to Robo Dog? Yeah, we still have it. It's just not being used. We he does, he won't wake up. Oh, he's dead. Robo Dog. Um, <laughs> apparently, I'm I'm I kind of forget. I'm blurry on this, but um, we tried to use him on a shoot, and he turned on. But then like we couldn't control him. We're like, what's going on? And Michael looked into it, looked into it, and you have to like renew the license or something. So renew it. So not only is it like however much money, I forget how much we spent on it, like hundred K. Oh my to, god. You have to pay to renew the license on it. Is it expensive? I imagine the license has to be like the cheap part of it. I mean, it's probably a couple grand, but what? Still, yeah. for a license? Yeah. Never mind, don't worry that he can sleep for all of eternity. <laughs> RoboDog reminds me of when I was in high school and I got rock band and I played it for a week. After I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm done with rock band. <laughs> Except way more expensive. I did not know it was 100K. It's a robot dog. I mean, yeah. I guess, I mean, yeah, I just didn't really think that anyone would be dumb enough to buy a 100K dog. Hey, we got three videos out of it. Oh, you know, itself, that's, you know, that's not bad. Wait, like it was working for those three videos? Yeah. We did like the announcement video with it. Um, I put like a like a dartboard on it. Mm. It was like walking around. Uh, Michael had his video. Nice. I want to say it showed up a little more. I guess that is worth. I just remember kicking him or something in my announcement video. 
He was there. Yes, that's when we found out he wouldn't stand up. Oh, poor guy. Yeah, he's he or he just would only stand or something. Yeah. Hmm. No, it's all coming back to me now. Yeah, in, in, <laughs> in that video, you guys were supposed to like beat up Robo Dog, but he wouldn't turn on, so we just had you like get angry that he was sleeping. Mm. Yeah. I actually can't even believe that that was basically a year ago. Like, I'm pretty sure. Sometime. You've been around for years. Yeah, yeah isn't that weird? How does I don't it feel? even feel. It's your one year anniversary. I feel like you just joined. <sighs> That's how I feel. I basically feel like I've just joined. Um, even though I feel like we've also done a lot together, it almost, I don't even, I think because I didn't live in the house, it didn't feel like it. I feel way more part of OTV now that I'm in a home with you guys than I ever did in OTV. Which maybe that's the true OTV experience. Maybe that's what where, maybe that's the crux of OTV. You know, the heart of it. It's not an OTV house until you go through some drama and you're all sitting in the living room talking about it. Yep, <laughs> I, I fully signed up for that. I was like, I knew. I'm like, okay, we're moving in together. There's gonna be drama. <laughs> I, but that's human nature. There's yeah. just drama. It's a lot of fun. Like in the moment, it's like, mm -hmm. wow, this is, like, I'm sorry it's happening, but this is pretty exciting to you, like witness. Well, what if you're the drama? What if it's because of you? Uh, I, I like main drama. I think it's fun, like to navigate those social situations. Hmm. It's a game to you, a social game. Well, uh, <laughs> you psychopath. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty confident any drama I'm involved in, I'm generally like not the terrible person hmm. like i might have like an unpopular opinion but like i know i wouldn't be like oh yeah i hate this person and i did this really shitty thing or like said this really terrible thing like i feel like i would always be in the quote unquote right mm. how do we tell them <laughs> uh, yeah i mean i don't love being in drama though like i feel like it's very tiring to stress about that but there's also a small bit of excitement. <laughs> I do think drama is a very quick way to bond. Like you, it, it does bring people together in a really shit way. Did you say drama or trauma? Drama. Trauma, trauma. too, though. Like, yeah, absolutely. Um, but like, I do think like having a common enemy, it's like basically that, like you have a common enemy and it brings people together. And also like you generally gather and talk way more than you ever would. But. We have yet to experience that. I have yet to experience the OTV drama sitting in a living room where everyone talks. Um, I'll keep you updated <laughs> on how I feel in the OTV experience. You don't strike me as someone who would be involved in drama though. Hmm. <laughs> Cause you're very accommodating. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> mm. See, that's funny when you said like, oh, I don't think I'm gonna be the person like that's like, I think I'll be able to navigate it or I probably didn't say something or whatever. My fear is that I am unintentionally going to say something or do something to hurt someone really, really badly. But like, I didn't mean to, but like, oh, I've already fucking done it. And then I'm going to be in the drama. Like, well, it's like, what can you, what can you do other than apologize and like try to be better? But you've already like done this terrible action you didn't mean to do. No, if it was so <clears throat> terrible, I don't think you would do it accidentally, wow, right? You didn't even realize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, what I don't know. Like, hmm. <laughs> like he, an offhand know. comment was so terrible that it just crushes someone's, like, 
entire self-confidence i no, think you would know that I, that i would know that i do intentionally <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean like i don't know i'm projecting but basically like i'm just scared i won't do something somebody won't tell me and there's gonna be secret drama uh, i think if anything someone would be like oh yeah jody made me feel bad the other day yeah yeah that's more a personal dynamic thing i wouldn't say it would devolve into drama I hope not. I do really like um, hope that everyone in OTV gets to a spot where we can like come forward and be like, "Oh, that joke like didn't that didn't like didn't feel good for me." But like, I, like that person could be the butt of the joke, but like I can't, or like whatever. Like I want us to like be really transparent about that kind of stuff because I don't know, content's hard. I okay. I was talking to John about this the other day. Like, <clears throat> I don't ever feel really confident like being in OTV videos. I'm like, does everyone like just show up and they're like, hell yeah, like I'm gonna crack a joke and this is gonna be funny. And I'm like, I don't feel that way, but everybody else looks like they feel that way. But are we all like, you know, we're all like not feeling great about that? Or like, do are people really confident in that? Like, I don't know. I mean, I spend like an hour beforehand, like thinking about all the jokes I'm gonna say. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna be, I'm gonna say this and this situation pops out i'm gonna make this kind of witty comments so that i appear good on camera he memorizes his lines before the shoots yeah. oh god like okay my <laughs> i'm like not funny in that way like i wish i could like think about like what i'm gonna say but i feel like my humor is more like reacting to a certain thing that's happening but i don't know i never know what's gonna happen yeah, you have great reactions that's great yeah that's good yeah that's good we need actors and reactors. Yeah, maybe that's your character. I'm a reactor? Yeah, reactor. Wait, like, this comes back to what I was asking you guys earlier about, like, your sitcom persona. Like, it sounds like you guys are very good at perceiving yourselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you didn't answer. Because I'm not good at perceiving <laughs> myself. <laughs> we did this terrible interview that I don't really want to talk about. But anyways, this person asked me um, like, like, why <laughs> what the, what, Where did that come from? <laughs> Dude, I have this. Okay, wait. This is <laughs> Okay, sorry. I'm gonna ramble really quickly. I'm on stream. I'm playing a game. John's in my game. John's saying something, but something is also going on in the sidelines. And generally, like, I have a really hard time. Like, if something is affecting me and it just happened, like, I can't really hide my emotions. So then I end up, like, projecting basically so i'm really annoyed this thing is happening to me it's popping up in chat i'm completely ignoring it i'm bitter and then john is like doing this thing and i'm like <laughs> i'm like really like i'm just like high strung i don't really know where i was going with this oh the interview anyways it was because of that goddamn interview it's popping up in my chat i'm ignoring it i'm pretending it didn't exist for other reasons that i won't go into um but anyways interviewer asked me um like oh why do you think you joined like got invited to otv i'm like I don't know. And they're like, you don't know? Like, you don't know why they would value you? And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I don't. I was like, do you can just like perceive yourself like that? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> now I can't. <laughs> like, and then it was really awkward because I was like, I have a really hard time perceiving myself. Like, I have a general idea of maybe like how I make people feel, but a lot of times, like, I don't really know. Like what my cliche is, for example. Like, I don't know what my sitcom character is. Cause like, how do you just sit down and be like, I'm this? Like, I don't know. Well, I feel like it's kind of like a feedback loop. Like you you do something and you don't know. And then you see how people respond and you're like, oh, that's how they see me, okay. 
Like that's that's why how I kind of came up with like my character that I gave you. It's like I feel like that's how like the OTV fans kind of see me. Mm. Mm. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I can play into that too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. I don't know. <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> No, please. No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So you don't like it when the attention's on you. I don't want or hmm. When there is expectation, I don't like when the attention uh, is on me. Expectation. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Like when you're given the ball in basketball. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, you better score. score. Yes. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. It's like cameras on you. Be funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I can be funny when there's zero expectation. But when there's like, be funny, I'm like, I don't know. That's why I don't do really well with like collaborating with random ass people. I'm like, I don't know how you vibe and I vibe a different way. And like, it's like two kids in the playground, like playing with rocks, you know, like you just kind of sit there for a while. It's awkward in the beginning, but it's all like live stream. So like, you can't, you don't, you can't be awkward. There's like a moment where you just like have to get along. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the first time I ever collaborated with Ray, I got invited to a Fortnite game. I'm like super new, okay, to the to the scene. I'm probably averaging, I don't know, maybe I'm averaging like 800,000 viewers. I don't really remember. Um, I am awkward. And it it did become a meme in my community because like I'm on Pusher Duck. So thankfully, sh- nobody in the lobby is hearing me, but I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know how to be right now. Like, this is Valky Ray. Like, what the fuck? And my community is like, talk, like talk to her. And I was like, Nah, like I'm just gonna build. <laughs> like I'm just gonna shoot and like play the game because I just like don't really. <laughs> it's like meeting people at a party, but you're not drunk. God, that's a nightmare, right? Here we go. I think I can talk to people. Okay, I think I can. Alcohol helps. Yeah, I think you are pretty good at talking to strangers. Better than most people in OTV, I would say. Yeah, it's I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I, actually, I agree. I think collaborating is a little different, but uh, I don't know. I don't really know why I brought this up. Perceiving. Perceiving oneself. Yes. Yep. 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 Uh, I do understand that. Like expectation makes it harder to be funny. Like, even when I do stuff and someone introduces me, oh, like, one of the most popular streamers, this mm. guy's toast. I'm like, I don't want that. Because I, I think I'm not, like, I'm not the kind of guy who goes out on stage and is like, hey, everyone, what's up? It's your favorite streamer. Like, I like being, like, quiet and not talking mm-hmm. at all. But um, people just kind of, like, when people introduce me like that, it's like, oh, now this expectation mm-hmm. to be funny and, like, that's why I hate improv. That's not like that. I also about. too <laughs> hate improv. It's the worst thing ever. It's like, <laughs> okay, time to be funny, Wait, funny you guy. Guys did great. <laughs> I hated improv. I this basically all of what I'm talking about now. I have talked with John about because it's like my insecurities and and showing up and trying to be funny and whatever. And John was like, I think you're really funny. I was like, oh, thanks. You think I'm the funniest? He's like, well, I think Will Neff is the funniest. But I think <laughs> you're really funny. <laughs> and I was like, no, you're totally right. Like Will Neff is the funniest. Like he's just like, like that is someone I think I could point a camera on and be like, be funny and he'd be funny. 
Yeah. And that's so, like, he's just incredibly talented. Like, if but, you're good at okay, improv, Okay, here's the thing. Geez. Yeah. He, big improv training. Uh, Ludwig, also a great example mm-hmm. of, like, improv training. That's why, like, improv is, like, re- really good for you guys if you do it no, more. No, like, that's out of my comfort zone. Let me stay where I am. Shut up. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to. I'm just saying you pointed a direct correlation of, like, if you want to be funnier, <laughs> just do more improv and be more uncomfortable. Yeah, I do think being uncomfortable isn't necess- a necessity for growing. I just don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> Are you in the same boat? <laughs> uh, I mean... I've done like enough drama improv from high school that I, I kind of know what to expect. And I think my problem if I was to do improv is I would try to formulate it. It's like, oh, mm. this it's this segment and I have like a few like tricks in my sleeve or like few bits I can do. Because I think I can do a stand-up routine because it's like rehearsed and yeah. like you can kind of adjust a little bit. Um, I'm fairly confident in that, but the idea of like, don't know what to expect, come up with it on the spot and also be entertaining, that terrifies me. So if I were to ever do like, you know, a presentation or a whole bit, the second something gets derailed, the second is a heckler in the crowd, I'm like, fuck, fuck, I don't know what to say anymore. Like, um, cause I, I like to think through everything when I, when I'm like, doing content i don't like doing things on the fly that's very nerve-wracking especially like in front of like an audience or a social situation yeah i i've done improv like a handful of times and like i'm actually kind of similar to you in that like in improv like you'll you start from nothing and then you'll, you'll build this thing and then it's like all right gone next one and i like i'm fine starting from nothing and building but then when it's like all right cut it out it's like no i had more yeah <laughs> I, I already i created this whole universe and i just throw it away and make a new one like yeah. okay yeah yeah improv is uh not 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 our forte yes <laughs> we... dog shit i am literal hot dog shit at improv would you guys want to do it not on camera would you be open more open to that no, that's even worse because I'm <laughs> suffering for no reason. What if it was an actual live show? Like like we got like maybe a theater for like 30 people. Absolutely not. 20 people? No. 15? I would be, I love, our, the idea of improv, I love doing with no eyes on me. I'm alone in a dark room. So you guys are, you guys are your opposites then. Are you doing it with someone? Yeah, I, like I think I'm actually really good at improv in theory not like well enough but like i think i i'm able to like adapt and make if i'm comfortable and as soon as i am uncomfortable i am i'm shut off i'm gone not in my flow state but if i am really comfortable i think i could but not in front of 30 people i don't know ain't no fucking way (laughs) ain't no way Okay, so like, what if like you got to do like five like practice sessions where like, like with same people, everyone kind of gets to know your styles and whatever, and then you do a show. Would you be down for that? Yeah, I could be down with that. You could be the opener. You can do stand up. I would do. I would do stand up. Yes, if needed. Like my favorite show ever is Whose Line Is It Anyways. Like I used to just grow up. Yeah, watching that. They make it seem so easy. Yeah, Yeah. so good. Like it's just like. Oh my god, like to be that funny is a like I just 
I don't know. I'm so impressed by it. But I also am assuming they put in a lot of time and practice into it. It is definitely a craft. Yeah. Yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> Should we go to viewer questions? <laughs> that was funny. <clears throat> yeah. Let's, uh, let me check for our viewer question of the week. Oh, here we go. Uh, one viewer asked, <laughs> what's the age, what's the youngest you are willing to go to date someone? <laughs> like how young can they be? And is there a maximum age? Mm. Who's, who asked this? Uh, Henry J. Henry J. Henry J. Okay. Uh, well, 18 is the youngest we would go. Theoretically, and never <laughs> younger than that. Oh. <laughs> mm. Would you guys date an 18-year-old? No. I don't think so. No. 18-year-old boy, are you kidding me? Think about like you guys at 18. Not to hate on you. I'm sure that you were great for 18-year-olds, but you know what I mean? Like, you guys were probably stupid and immature and didn't have like, a lot of experience. You probably did not know how to treat a woman. Well, you're just dating them. You're not like marrying yeah. them. Why would I date someone who's going to treat me like shit? What if they look like... I'm trying to think of a celebrity that Jody really likes. Um, I don't even know a celebrity that I really like. If I'm going to be honest, I have more women's celebrity crushes than I do men. And I would probably date... You know, it's funny. Okay, I would date was... a younger woman. Yeah. I actually would date a younger woman. I think the young... 18 in general, though, is just too young. We're in totally different lives. You literally just like... I think you just graduated high school, right? 18... Yep. Yeah. Like, it's just it's just different. Um, 21 feels like a good age, I think, for high's youngest woman I would date. Guy, I think, has to be 20... Four at least. 24. Damn, like, so I'm, fully developed brain. I'm giving them one year younger than I am and no less. <laughs> like, yeah. What about the oldest? Oldest? Well, too old gets creepy. And, well, it's another thing like you don't want to be in a totally, completely different part of lives. I think 32 something 30 something i don't exactly know what like 35 maybe i mean shit i don't fucking know what what's gonna happen between 35 and 38 i don't know 38 seems too high like we're in totally different parts of our lives you're like you got a retirement plan and stuff like i don't, I don't know about that yet my final answer is 33 for both of them both guy and girl 33 and you're 25 now mm -hmm. so eight years okay what about you bro then youngest i think if they were like really special really cool maybe 22 but i think 23 is probably the youngest because that's like they've finished college they've had like like they've found themselves already they've had like a year or two to kind of get situated outside of school and like knowing real life like they they're probably like have set a good foundation by mm -hmm. then um oldest i'm not sure i feel like as women get older they start getting scared about their eggies 
as a is mom that puts true, it. Jody? Are you scared about your eggies? I'm not scared about my eggies. No. Go on. <laughs> Go ahead, Broden. Finish that thought. <laughs> Tell us more about what you know about women. Uh, <laughs> that seems like a general thought. Is like as they for people who want children, they get worried that unless they've frozen them, their their eggies will will shrivel. So you're saying that you are scared that a woman will pressure you to have children? The older that they are. No, I feel like wh- when I'm ready, like I'm down for children, but. If I was dating someone too far out of my age range, I'm not going to be ready when they're like, hey, we, we got one more year for this, mm. you know? So... What did you say, eight years? Yeah. What would that be for me? I'm terrible at math. Don't ask me. I feel like that'd be like a safe number. Would that be like, what, 36, 35 for me? I'm allergic to math. Toast? I have a concussion. Right. <laughs> and I'm too lazy to pull out a calculator. So we'll just say eight years plus Broden's current age, which is? What I said, like 36, 35. 36, 30. I already did the math for you. <laughs> oh, well, I don't, you said 36, 35. So I was like, oh, it's one or the other. Anyways. <clears throat> Do we know anyone that's 36? I don't. That's why I also feel weird yeah, saying that's that. Yeah, why, that's why I was like 30. Three, because like I don't, I don't know. I'm like Toast is 31. I'm like, who's the oldest person I know? Yeah. I'm sure I, like someone in my family is How, obviously that age. But Scar is what 33, 32, 32. 33. I, don't know. I also think it's hard though because like. Our friends are not the average thirty. Yeah. One year old. Yeah. <laughs> like we just aren't. Like if I was to talk to my cousin at the age of thirty-one, it'd be a completely different experience to talking. He probably to has a kid. Yeah. And like actually, wife. Like yeah, my co- all my cousins are like married and have children. Two children even. But. Yeah. My realistic answer is. As long as I find them physically attractive. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't, like you're not saying that just like for bait. Like you you genuinely feel that way. Like 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 relationship. You're not fucking them. Well, you're probably fucking them. But like, <laughs> just, like you're fucking them and it's a relationship. Like you are a partner with this individual. Well, I would date them, but like if it doesn't work out, then then we gave it the old college try. I guess maybe we have different opinions on dating. Like to me, dating, like, wait, sorry. Are we like going on dates or we are dating? <laughs> like we're going we have on shook hands and like, oh, okay. Like an 18 year old comes up to me. I'm not gonna be like, oh, are you 18? I'll be like, yeah, I'll go on a date with you. And then later she says, oh, by the way, I'm 18. I'm like, oh, wow, I still like you. And we have great conversation. I mean, you're a little young, but I enjoy my time with you. And you being 18 is not a problem. And I would feel the same way if it was a 40-year-old. It's like, oh, I thought you were like 30. You you were my age. And that's not an issue for me. So you're giving more like a predictive estimate of like... I don't see age is what I'm trying to say. Good God. As long as it's about the (laughs) legal limit. Good God. See, I actually like my my thing about like when you're 18, like you are so easily influenced that I wouldn't want to be romantically involved with someone so young. Because I wouldn't want, I don't know. I'm, ba- 
like I'm grooming them basically, but like <laughs> legally. <laughs> <laughs> mean though like Mm -hmm. it's like i think about when i was 18 i was stupid and like if you get romantically involved with someone who is older than you and wiser you generally like place them on somewhat of a pedestal so like getting romantically involved with someone would be kind of scary but like also i mean i'm just holding myself to a lot of responsibility for that you just remind me of like there's there was a tiktok like floating around it's like the caption or the audio was like um my husband said uh, told me he wished we had started dating 10 years ago. And I told him, if we started dating 10 years ago, you would have been arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Why did her husband say that? <laughs> he meant it in like a, like, we're so oh, late. Like, we should have found our <laughs> each other for, like earlier. <laughs> I think if, if the conversation is like just dating and like not dating, like we are shaking hands, we are partners in crime, like you're, you're meeting my family, but mm-hmm. like we're going on a date. I would probably date older, but no younger. <laughs> yeah, so it's not necessarily the age, but it's like the experience and like the development yeah. you get yes. from being older. I think you're just like in different like places and your values are in different places and your understanding just like life. I don't know, it's just really different. At least mine, like from me compared to like, even my like last year self is so different. And I was only 24. All right. Well, I think we all learned something about each other today. Yeah, I learned <laughs> so much about toes. <laughs> all right. Uh, why don't you go ahead and do the typical OTV podcast outro? Because I'm sure you've seen every single episode. You know how we do it. You've even been on like three already. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <clears throat> Remember when I said when I hated when all the attention was on me with expectation? Yeah, that's exactly what this <sighs> is. <clears throat> Thank you guys so much for watching this OTV podcast. Remember, this was episode 26. I'm here with Broden. Thanks so much, Broden, for being here with me, Quarter Jade, and Toast. Thank you for joining me. Now, we are going to be filming our, our exclusive Patreon content now um if that is something that interests you we are going to be filming the after dark segment and yeah you uh you won't be able to to hear it or see it if you don't um subscribe to our patreon so go do that now wow, i didn't even think about plugging yeah. the patreon it, <laughs> Honestly, the, only, no, the only reason i knew was because henry told me to do it and i was like so that's why i was like oh my god oh, oh oh i actually know what to say except i did like bump there was a little bump yeah, here and I mean, there. We were trying to bait you into doing something weird, but <laughs> I mean, I, I would argue I did a little weird things in that. Well done. Well done.